Hey, potential podcast listeners. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, then our sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, safe, online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise with BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you do is simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in just under 48 hours. After that, you can schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. Join the over 3 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Our listeners will get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash potential. That's betterhelp.com slash potential. Once again, that's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash potential. Take charge of your mental health with BetterHelp. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello, and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Taylor Sokol, and Joe, my co host and fellow. Fighter of the people and uh, equalizer of the podcast, Chris Dewar. Today's episode reviewing the third entry into the Equalizer franchise, the vigilante action film Equalizer 3. This is directed by Antoine Fuqua, I think I believe, if I mispronounced that. Yeah, uh, who, Antoine yeah, Fuqua. Antoine Fuqua, yes. Uh, he actually, uh, who directed and helmed all of, all of the entries of the Equalizer trilogy, which is loosely based on the television series of the same name. Uh, starring Denzel Washington as the title character. So this uh, series, I've, I've followed it since the beginning. I really enjoy these type of films, whether it's John Wick, Taken. You've got kind of the the person with particular set of skills who has to, you know, come out of retirement or has to, you know, kind of fight for the for the people. And I really enjoyed this film. And I told Chris, hey, have you have you watched the th- third one? He's like, I haven't seen any of them. So I was like, well, let's let's check these films out and and. Uh, I'm glad he did. So, Chris, give us a brief synopsis of The Equalizer 3. The Equalizer 3, we have our main character, uh, we have McCall here, who, uh, Denzel Washington, he's in the South Italy area, and he starts to kind of uh, feel home in this new small town, and he's really getting to know the people, and he's he's loving the, the culture, and, and then he finds out that they are being intimidated by members of the Camorra, kind of the Italian mafia there. And he decides to step in and bring his own brand of unique justice to the town. So these are, yeah, these are a set of films I had always heard about, never had a chance to see or, you know, never got around to them. So, yes, I watched one and two prior to going to see three in theaters and thoroughly enjoyed them. Um, It's not to the point of John Wick where it's like fight, 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 fight. And, you know, all three films have kind of uh, select fight scenes, but they are quite brutal and violent. 
And what I found unique about the first film was this take that like kind of like and how they would do um, Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. He has this ability via his training and his past, you know, as a Marine and all this kind of stuff that he he knows how to kind of time out um, his moves. And he kind of can look around the room and kind of designate what his what his steps are going to be. It's it's not to the point of like it's a full on superpower. No, but, but he it, just based on his observation, his training, he's like this yes. guy is into me. He's holding the gun wrong, or something like that. That he's like I can anticipate my next like five moves. Yeah. So for this one to, you know, of, of the three films, although there was several scenes in the second film that took place in Belgium, um, you know, everything was pretty much on American soil for him. This was kind of nice pace, a uh, change of pace, and then it's all set in this, uh, you know, Italy, and um, you know, on these coastal areas. And I thought it was kind of nice to have him at this point in the story. He's kind of branched out to this place, and he, he, you know, at the beginning of the film, we have this whole incident where he's injured after kind of one of his uh, equalizer jobs. So he's kind of resting up, and again, this is why he kind of falls in love with this town because the people are so kind and so nice to him. And, you know, again, with the story, for those who you know are listening and don't know, we're not really trying to do major spoilers today. Um, his his wife's been gone for a long time, so he, he's been alone most. You know, he's, he doesn't really have a lot of friends. Um, so, he, you know, his friends are kind of the people he gets to know and meet where yeah. he's living. And, um, you know, again, he's always very observational. He, he can... He can see when things are wrong. So to have this uh, Italian Camorra, this you know, these you instantly know that the bad guys—they're all tattooed up and they're all in black, and they're all slick hair and nice cars, and they're causing havoc. And there's a drug trade going on, and he's, but he's not really at his peak level. And again, something I kind of had to like remind myself. Obviously, age does take a place when it comes to filming action movies. Denzel Washington, I think, is nearly seventy now. So this film of the three has the least amount of action to it. Yeah. But they gave us a great story that paired with it. So I can see why he didn't do as many action scenes as maybe the first one has a lot of action in it yeah. uh, overall. Um, but I love the idea of him kind of, you know, almost like a butterfly. He's, he's recouping his body. He's kind of rediscovering that maybe he has a potential for romance. Maybe he has the potential for a life outside of being this guy, the equalizer. But when duty calls, he there's something embedded in him that he cannot, he can't sit idly by if he sees people being wronged. And boy, oh boy, once he starts to have that look on his face of, you're, you're messing with my people. Your time is up. I pity those people because. He just has this look where you're like, dude is going to kill all these people. And it, oh, he does. In a oh, he great, does. Glorious fashion. <laughs> it's funny because, yeah. he, too, uh, in terms of his character, uh, uh, McCall, is that he he gives the bad guys like a chance. He's like, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not like threatening you. I'm just I'm just letting you know stuff's going to happen. And I'm giving you this out where a lot of guys, you know, and, you know, I'm not you you i'm just kind of observing but i'm going to intervene and i love how he kind of does that and to your to your point when he's you know he's older i just love a lot of these scenes where he's chased after a bad guy he's just walking the guy like limping along or crawling away and he's just like i'm not i'm not i'm not very uh, michael myers 
I, I know. Just all of a sudden, like, just hear. I, I, don't, I don't even run. Just all these little yeah. masks. Just hear Almost like a chasing point where like they're trying to really get away. And yeah. He's just walking slowly. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll get there eventually. But uh, yeah, this film is definitely different in terms of pacing compared to the other two. I think it was a lot more pathos and catharsis of him kind of like, um, maybe I find a place where I can really, because I, I don't want to do this anymore and I really want to find peace. Um, the, the one the one criticism I have for, and you know, Chris and I had, you know, talked about this. It's a weird thing how it's set up because in the very beginning, and this is a big part of the trailer of him, like you've got nine seconds to decide your fate. Mm-hmm. This whole scene where he basically, it's a really great thing to show from the perspective of the villain, uh, one of the bad guys, where they walk down and see this carnage. And like, why why is why are you guys still alive? Oh, because he was waiting for you. I wanted to kind of see that because then you see the scene where, and this is in the trailer, he gets injured and you think, oh, it's obviously, you know, he's, not going to die, but it almost seemed like this was going to be the end of the film and kind of like they're done with like John wick where you start at the beginning and he's like injured and then, well, let's wind back the clocks, you know, here. So that was kind of, I wish they showed that scene, but again, in a term of this film, when there's, there's, it's not a lot of action, but when it is going, it's, it's intense. And like I said, we, and it's a, you know, fun fact with this one, you know, good casting. And this is actually a team up a reteam up. We've got of Dakota Fanning, um, since Man on Fire was the last time mm-hmm. that they were on screen together. So I think this was kind of a, a nice, like her character kind of is um, not a huge part of the film, but I think more of it's like an homage, uh, kind of a leveler to the fans of, of them too in that film. And another film where Denzel kicks a lot of ass as well. <laughs> yeah, she's a CIA agent and they have like, like this kind of rapport. Um, and, you know, she was great in the film, but yeah, she's kind of... Um, it doesn't have a whole lot to do, I guess you'd say. And you also have David Denham kind of in here in a very small role, uh, uh, which was kind of neat. I mean, obviously, most of the main actors are the Italian actors who uh, do a fantastic job. And again, there's the fear in these people because they know instantly once these people, these these bad guys show up, they there's nothing they can do. They don't think there's a way out of this. You know, even one of the Enzo, who is the doctor that takes care of Denzel Washington when he is injured um, he's like they're like a cancer there's no cure well there's a cure all right um, and he, his name is coming he's the equalizer but yeah the whole beginning of the movie I actually really applaud that there was this great moment where you know another kind of bad guy situation he's walking through this whole villa and he just seen that everywhere all of his men have been taken out and he finally gets to meet the call face to face and they have this kind of little face off moment. And I thought we we're going to get a whole sequence later in the film that would showcase that whole storming the villa and killing these people. You get a little bit in the kind of a nightmare sequence where he's kind of, you know, reliving what he does. And, you know, yeah. when he's in this moment. He is quite a killer, but this movie felt really short. And yes. I think something I, 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 I heard from a review yesterday and I actually took to heart is that the problem with some of these films is he doesn't really have like you know obviously he yeah he got in a moment of 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 weakness he was shot and got injured but for most of these films he doesn't really have like the chances to like get taken down he's kind of god mode all the time and obviously it's it's great payoff when we have a villain you hate that then you know they get their due 
but he needs to take a few licks at the same time. He needs to be beaten down, shot, maybe stabbed a few times. And there's not a whole lot of that, especially in this film. Um, and it kind of felt like by the time the bad guys were taken care of, I was like, oh, is there like an even bigger bad coming in that we haven't seen yet? And it wasn't. And then the and film it's kind of, and it, it kind of, it, it's kind of teased. This is the shortest of the three, you know? Yes. And it's kind of teased because these, these um, kind of mafia, they have ties to terrorism. And then we don't really, there's nothing, you know, there should have been like maybe a more. No payoff with that. And it, it was one of those things where it ends and you're kind of like, <laughs> wait, that's the ending. Okay. It, it, it was, I was, mm-hmm. you're right. He got away kind of scot free. And I know he's not supposed, it's not like he's doing a caper, but. I felt like there was more to the film that we could have had. And I would have honestly sat through another 30 minutes to kind of see that. But um, yeah. again, whether that's maybe the wrap up to the trilogy, I know the director Antoine has said he would love to maybe do another one. It's up to Denzel. Maybe they do a prequel uh, with uh, John David Washington, his own son, maybe playing a younger version of him, which would be kind of cool to how he, how he got these skills and maybe his first um, kind of, you know, work, but overall I, I did enjoy it. Um, a great wrap up if it's the end for the trilogy. I love the, I love the action. Um, Denzel is always a, a winner for me. Uh, for me personally, oh, yeah. I'm going to give this a 8.5 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I really enjoyed the film. There's some great action. I mean, Antoine Fuqua really has an eye for the action scenes. And I think, again, Denzel Washington delivers a, a wonderful performance. And it's just great to see it all in Italy uh, tie with the music. It's just fun, and hopefully it's not the last one. There's always potential that there will be an Equalizer 4 or even, as we said, a prequel. So you can see for yourself the Equalizer 3 now playing in theaters. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.